Hey, hey, namaste, my fellow Marvelous nerds. We are the Marvel Mythos Podcast. This is Avengers Family Responsibility. We're going to be talking Avengers 361 to 363. I am your host, Brian Barley. You can find me on Instagram at Marvel underscore Mythos and on Twitter at Marvel Mythos Pod. I'm glad to have with me the Jakes, both of them this time. We uh, missed having you the last time, Goff. Hey, nerds. Yeah. <laughs> and Jake McCoslin no is with comment. us as well. Hey, guys. Where can they find you on social media, Goff? All Goff and baby. And McCoslin? JT McCoslin on Instagram and Twitter, although I never get on my Twitter, so. You can <laughs> happily follow me. I might get on there once in a while, but eh, it's yeah. going to be a while. I'll be very happy to see them follows up. Yeah. yeah. Increase his followers, guys. No. Um, but it is nice to have you back, Goff. I think I'm, it's been, what, over about two months since you and I have worked together. Yeah, I've, I've been battling different uh, illnesses and stuff in the house. Sorry, everybody. Well, I'm just glad you're feeling a little bit better and able to join us this time. With issue 361, several of the Avengers respond to an intruder alert alarm in the mansion. They discover that it is Icarus, Sprite, and another Eternal. I don't even know if he's named. He not uh, the name. Yeah, if you can find it, that would be awesome. They've come for Cersei, refusing to explain why. The tension escalates almost into a battle when Cersei and Dane walk in the room. She informs Icarus that Dane is her intended Genjosen, which Sprite explains is an intimate version of the Unimind, a type of bonding that creates a mental union between two people and makes them lifelong soulmates. Icarus explains to everyone the origin of the Eternals, that the Celestials took primeval humans and reshaped them into a new image. The power of the cosmos was given to these few powers near eternal life and the ability to manifest a group consciousness. He further explains that while the Celestials changed their bodies, their minds remained human. The Unimind of consciousness was intended to keep them from going insane, but now there are too few Eternals left. They fear that Cersei is losing her mind and they intend to take her back and judge her amongst their own people. The Avengers prepare to fight back, but in the end, Sprite recommends they officially make Dane her Ganjosen. That way he can gauge her sanity and see if the union helps prevent her from going further mad. Icarus agrees to this. And after making it, so the Eternals leave later in the evening, Dane is on the roof struggling with the beginning or struggling with beginning to feel her thoughts in his head, the confusion and fear he expresses this to Crystal, and in this moment, Dane decides to confess his feelings to her. Dane tells her that he loves her, and as she admits to not knowing what to do, he tells her to stop being noble, and they kiss as the fake vision that has infiltrated them watches in the shadows, and I'm assuming it's Cersei watching from the window, even though it's kind of blacked out. All right, so this one is extremely exposition-heavy which I feel like we've kind of avoided for the most part in what we've been reading in the Avengers lately, but having Icarus go through the entire Eternals origin and then right. why they're there, it was just very exposition heavy. His name was Arix. I just looked. I, I had to cheat and find it. But. Page 13. Okay. So he is named. So it's Arix, Arix. I'm with the, I'm with the Marvel fandom. <laughs> Icarus. I, I was like, I know I read it, and I was going to write it down. I was like, no, I won't need that. And then I was like, so you just, I was like damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. I could not find it on either read. I went back through it twice and still just ignored it. I don't know how. I mean, it wasn't very vital. And he doesn't do anything. He's just there. He's just there. He's just there. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Thoughts on this one? Um, being as the fact that it's my first time back, I will uh, start. I thought that the cover art all throughout this little arc that we're doing, I thought was all tremendous. Um, but the, I'm going to speak on just the artwork right now. The first issue for some reason, I don't know if it just didn't pop for me or, or what. 
I didn't find it very engaging. I didn't really get into this first um, issue too well. I don't know. Maybe it was just kind of boring. Um, but I didn't like it. But based off of everything else, um, I still like me some Evil Vision, though. I like <laughs> it. Uh, just like kind of lazy. Like, yeah, ah, I like it. Um, you guys just destroy each other. <laughs> and I and I was really confused by this. What what, what is it? Ganjosen? Yeah. I don't know. That's a very strange term for soulmate. Just say soulmate. Also, probably a little bit easier for people to understand. Much easier. I guess there's a a bonding of the minds in a way that they can feel and understand what the other one's going through. Yeah. Is um, one ga- Gan and one's Josen? Maybe. Because I, I, I was like, there's got to be some, the same thing. Like, there's no reason why you're going to have this stupid name. <laughs> well, the, well, the <laughs> Unless funny, it's a translation the problem. When, when Brian couldn't figure out what the name was, I was like, that's that, that, Gan, that Gan one, that's it. And I was like, no, that's what they mean for soulmate. I don't know what he's talking about. Um, but I also will say I liked the throwback, of course, to the Thane actor because that's mm-hmm. near and dear to my heart. It's where I got to meet my boy, Jake McCoslin. Um, so I liked that. And uh, I still hate unbearded Hercules. So it's your turn. I just look at his face. I try to avoid the face. And, and when they do the I look d- at his arms. That's really what I go <laughs> when after. When they do the dark shadows, I'm like, oh, great. He's got a beard. No. It just looks like it. It's just enough to make me feel like, okay, they're, they're a, getting there. Not a shred of stubble on that man's <laughs> chin. And it hurts. Even Dane's got more stubble. Dane used I, to not have stubble. Yeah. I, like, we it was addressed. In, like we talked in the last one, it was the, his most controversial decision, apparently. Also, A-Rex is the coolest looking Eternal. Um, yeah, and, and, what, and what Sprite like just pops up randomly. He's not even part of the initial. Like You don't see him at the beginning. You just see the two guys. Well, now that right? I'm on it, I had to Google other people, too, right? So I Googled, <laughs> I Googled Sprite, and I Googled, what's, his other, what's the other guy's name? Uh, the, the blonde dude, Icarus. Yeah, Icarus. Icarus. That's it. Icarus. Um, I was and I was like sitting there trying to figure out who was like the strongest Eternal, and it was weird because I started right probably like five pages in before they went further into the th- in the story. Uh, Icarus is like number like four, but then when you go through and then all throughout the arc, they kind of tell you that Circe's the strong, like one of the strongest ones, but she's not even on the list. So I don't really know how I'm supposed to judge that. And uh, I got maybe. I got it from a Marvel website, too. I wonder if they crossed her with the actual Avengers as opposed to an Eternal. Maybe. I don't, this sounds weird because Cersei can do some pretty crazy things right. that we see later. Yeah, then I, yeah. So, but, I, but as I was reading it, I was like, she's not even on this list. But then it was, I want to say maybe like two minutes later, I continued with the the reading. And then they're talking about how she's like one of the strongest Eternals. And I'm like, she she wasn't on my Marvel list. So I just top, Googled well, her. Top 3%, right? Was that her or was that Crystal? That, that was Crystal. crystal. So, so let me ask uh, <laughs> Let me ask this then. Is it maybe the way they're defining power? It could be. Like, I, I don't. Like raw strength versus. It was, who was number one? I have to. I have to read. Oh, okay, I, I, I have to look. It I, I meant. I, <laughs> Sprite. <laughs> Pip. Um, <laughs> I want to say he might have been on, he might have been on there, but he was probably like and I want to say low, might have been like ten or nine somewhere mm-hmm. around there. That's really weird That's that so Cersei wouldn't be on it. Yeah, I I thought it was weird too. Uh, I was just because then she you know like the exchange that she kind of has with them, it's kind of like I would say like tense, nervous. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe this guy can like just snatch her up, and then she's like, you're going back, and there's not really anyone any, anyone can do. But that's not what I what I read. Wow. So I like this one. Uh, I do agree it was sort of a boring story. Uh, I like the background. Uh, to me, it's always a wonder, like, how did things get to where they are? I think we've had some of this background already, so it's not nothing really new for us, I don't think. I'm not sure if it's because of stuff I've read prior to this series. 
but it's definitely something that just like okay that's kind of familiar but i did like that they actually went into some history um i i liked the art i should say i liked the color of the art i thought they did a good job with the coloring and this whole series i think actually got better and better except for the faces really just aren't very they're not bad they're just like they do a great job with everything else except for faces and like any kind of like features like feet or hands they just aren't i i can kind of weird the, yes. i can agree with the the color but the art on this one for some reason didn't like i said it just didn't pop but when we get to the there's a part in the third one which i'll i'll explain when we get to it um that really kind of just didn't work for me but like like you said as the when you get to that second issue and then the third issue i started getting more like i guess like paying attention to the details and i was like oh okay like this all just seems to like flow easier for me and i also don't know if it's maybe because the action picked up as well i was about to say so like in this one there's a whole lot of dialogue between the eternals and the avengers and it's a lot of standing around and talking and i wonder if that's why the art didn't appeal to you because it is still epting who's Mm -hmm. been like with the Avengers for the most, yeah. almost the entire time that we've been covering them. And so there really isn't any differentiating differentials there. It's still updating. It's still, I think Palmer is the inker. Right. So yeah. there's no real difference there other than I would think that maybe it's just because there isn't as much action. Well, and- then I started thinking that because maybe it's, I was, I'm not going to say like a lackadaisical, like lackadaisical, um, like issue, but maybe because like it's more just relaxed. They didn't put a mm-hmm. whole bunch of, effort into throwing the you know the color and then like the more dynamic stuff that we've seen yeah. as of recent so then when you get to stuff where it's got you know you've got um black knight pulling out his plasma sword or whatever it is you know like so <laughs> when you, yeah when you see <laughs> when you start seeing stuff like that i think maybe that's why they, they the color starts you know uh razzle dazzling us i love will. i love the the one on page 14 where they have the whole team together when they're like you don't mess with the avengers like one of our own kind of thing which to me is always one of those cool things when they like it's kind of like the avengers assemble thing when they're all together and just those, every time they do those snaps to me like i guess screenshot of that one because i was like that's just a cool way it's just a cool picture it jumps out on you they're all together and they're kind of like we got her back we know she's going through some problems and there's some issues and now you made it complicated with this stupid gone thing but you know what she's our person get out of here you know and it's just it's the whole like have each other's back and i thought they did a good job depicting that in that picture it's pretty yeah. cool so to set the stage for what you're talking about there it's eric's and he's about to take cersei away and hercules grabs him by the cape and then punches him clear Kapow, as it says the room <laughs> and uh <clears throat> right past vision into the wall and then the shot you're talking about it's all the avengers at this point gathered together and you can see sprite tending to eric's on the in the back of it and they're basically saying you're not taking her like yeah we're not letting you do this and it is a it's a fantastic shot and i don't know like like we've talked this was all exposition this is all explaining what's going on with cersei because we've been having this mystery with her for the last several issues and we're finally starting to get some type of understanding as to Mm -hmm. what's going on and uh, I, I guess I guess even more a setup as well with everything with Dane. So it's yeah. not like ending the story. It's just kind of filling in some and then setting up more. It was weird, too. Like, I thought it was strange, the idea of if an Eternal partners with a... Mortal? Not, yeah, like not, not even the Gone Chosen. Just like, oh, you were with an Immortal. Like, and now that made your mind crumble sooner like that that makes no sense to me like the whole idea that was is how does that wear your mind out like you're you were at had to be at this level of an eternal before you're you know like that that was their whole there was the whole thing like hey when you start mingling with with humans now that potentially causes you to start going senile sooner i was like that's kind of a weird 
a very weird concept to me mm-hmm. that I'm like, ultimately, you're dealing with people. She's not. She's going to go and she's doing meth in the alley, right? Like she's literally doing. She, she's <laughs> yeah. literally hanging out with other people that are very similar, doing things that are actually probably pushing her mind more than what it would have been had she just hung out in a cloud with a bunch of freaking Eternals. Yeah, I mean that's possible. I hadn't considered it from that angle. I know that there's the possibility that being with humans, they can't relate to what she goes through, which makes it a struggle as far as you know how they interact. Yeah, I get that part, but but. I, it's like it's like the whole like you step on a crack and break my back. No, you don't. Like you know what I mean. Like it, it felt like that kind of thing to me. Like you're coming out to warn me about this. Like cool, bro, get out of here. <laughs> but I did really like how it ended with Crystal and Dane. That he just became this gone chosen or whatever we're gonna call this to Cersei, and he's still like I'm in love with Crystal, and I don't really care if I'm like now betrothed to somebody else or whatever, however you want to call that. And he was just like screw it, like this is who I want to be with. And it was just kind of like. I took this as like the serious thing. Now you can feel her thoughts and feelings that he wouldn't have gone to that extent. And it would have been like, Oh, now he has a different opinion when no, he's like, this is what I feel. I'm like, all right. Yeah. It's so going it to be a fun ride. <laughs> it didn't, it didn't erase his feelings at all. And in fact, it just adds to the tension and the drama between Cersei and Crystal and Dane. Yeah. Because Dane sits here and he knows how Cersei feels <laughs> just and, and she can now know how he feels. And then uh, it's just going to create some very chaotic drama. Are we are we moving on to where he becomes the Ganjosen or? Well, yeah, I mean, okay. We covered it, so. um, when I well, because he he said it, and I didn't yeah. know if we're going, if we're going up, but um, I took like as soon as he gets like <laughs> he gets like blasted or whatever. I don't I don't really know. Like this mystic force hits him, <laughs> and uh, he he had the eyes, and like the first thing I thought was I was like, oh, he he looks like he's got some gambit eyes, got them rat eyes going on. That's but all then, I could think. But then when they when they go down, they and he's talking about, um, you're thanking me, lady, for what? And they show that I was like, he's got Proctor eyes, that, and then like that, I, 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 I literally <laughs> I was like, that's probably what I should go for right now, and then. <laughs> No, later on you <laughs> later on you get there but i was just like oh okay you know but uh, i really i really did like that the artwork where you know he hits him with this this mystic beam and hits you with a vump noise or something and he just falls on the ground and he's such a stupid like no we're not gonna wait we're gonna do it now right like he <laughs> okay. like, just hits him off the bat you know what i mean like i just imagine that he just like went to the bathroom came out and just gets instantly hit with this beam <laughs> and he's like well all right the, no time to brace myself or anything let me look like a uh, a weakling in front of my new betrothed i mean compared to them he, he is fair but he's got a lightsaber <laughs> though i mean he's probably more upset about looking weak in front of crystal because she's there too well, I mean, but if he really were to care about, you know, Cersei's feelings, you would think that he was like, "Oh, great! Now I look like a puss in front of my in front of my new wife." Essentially, but they they talked about Proctor in this issue, right? That was the next one. That was this one. They they talked about Proctor, right? So we get a little shot of Proctor. Okay, with but it vision. wasn't it wasn't enough to talk about. What we were getting into. I don't think so. Okay. No, and I do like the color scheme difference that they do between the old the fake one, and then you've got the, yeah. like regular visions. Like this is like more of the color scheme that you see with. Because it was like he was this way before, right? And then he, when he got emotionless, he went. So now they're like doing the transition back to it, and they're kind of like he's going to stick with this color. I'm like, all right, I like it. I yeah. like that. I like this vision a lot. I like it much better than his other yeah. his other form. And yeah, that's so. That's the other thing that we get. We get a small little interlude of vision, the our vision trying to escape from the gatherers, and it's a very poor attempt, and he gets caught rather quickly. And uh, Proctor is shown there with the red eyes, probably to help give us an indication. Mm-hmm. Of what's going on there, and then uh, then we get to that scene that uh, McCausland had mentioned with Dane and Crystal, and I 
I struggle with this because I feel like we see this so much in whether it's movies or television or in comics now where basically they're promoting infidelity. And I struggle to think to, to be okay with what's going on with Dane and Crystal. I don't know if I take it as a struggle. Well, so I took it more as and a lot of these things that they do is like they're just humans. I mean, they're not humans, but they they have human emotions. They're doing stuff just like the everyday person. And basically, she's in a marriage that's failing, and she makes a she makes a comment about last time Pietro didn't even know. Like basically, like she's done, right? Like she she basically was like, I obviously she's been falling in love with Dane for a while, right? Like which we've been watching this, and then she was committed according to the last time to Pietro, and then she's like, he didn't care about me, <laughs> and now now I'm ready and I'm done. But like they were kind of like on the outs, whether or not that's a good or bad thing, I think it tries to bring a human element to it that like these folks really have the same struggles that regular people do. I mean, so, I, I kind of think so, a little bit of that. So let me, let me uh, rephrase. They find a way, or at least when I'm reading it and maybe it's just the way I'm interpreting it to almost get you to want it to happen as opposed to just making it like they're in these circumstances and it's happening. And that's where I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I'm okay with that. Like it justifies the writing. Like, oh, it's okay if you want it to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, they, they convinced you that you wanted something that you didn't know you wanted. All of a sudden, now you're like, screw Pietro. Dang, man. <laughs> but the bad thing <laughs> but you're, for me, you're right. That, that's not a good – but it happens a lot. It does, and that's what I mean. Like it happens in TV. It happens in movies. It happens in so many different things. I mean there's so many TV shows like um, that are running through my mind right now where it does that. But back to the Pietro thing she's already done this to him before and that was before things were rocky so yeah. that's where i'm like does she just does she really love dane or does she just have this problem about her but i mean she looks like cousin it and dane's got a lightsaber so you know that's true <laughs> yeah, she's still wearing that stupid thing on her hair i i was really i was really hoping that i could make a pun and just be like you could say that Pietro and Crystal's rekindling the relationship was rather quick, if you will. Oh, I was wow. trying to think of a way to incorporate wow. that, but I couldn't think of a way to do it. <laughs> All kind of goes rather fast. I was, like, I was like, like, wait, like I was like, can someone please ask me what I feel about this, please? I'll do it myself. Um, also, Vision is a is a is a real creep. Oh, fake vision is a real creep because he's just <laughs> watching them make out. Like I'm like, oh, okay, so now we're also uh, going into voyeurism. That's awesome. Yeah, well, how are we looking with we'll that? More, more of that in the next one, I'm sure. Oh, and, then, sure. and then you got. And then I'm I'm assuming you've got in the in the very end shot, you've got Cersei watching from a window. So I'm like, no, nothing. She's not gonna like bang on the window like I see you or or like can't you send that little telepathy thing whatever i assume i assume it's sort of like an x-men thing between like gene gray and like cyclops you know what i mean that's how i thought like, but like couldn't he notice that he's being think. like he's being watched you know what i mean he probably doesn't care he's they're, they're probably both like he, she's like in the she was like hanging out like in the living room also she was like <gasps> i feel like dane's about to go kiss crystal and she goes to watch it and dane's like she's watching now I'll, now i'll I, kiss you I, I have i have this whatever this this pairing is i have like a weird thing going between like x-men and like the shining so like oh she's just like sit like so like she's like sitting and she's like sitting in like the on, she's sitting there flicking through the TV and then she's like I should go up to this window where where's Dane and then she goes out and she looks and she's like dun 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then I wonder if she Amazing. sees Vision back there just like what a, what a voyeur I I love this this connection that you've made between. This and X Men and The Shining. I don't know how it happened, but it really did. Great. Wait for these little twins to come up. We have twin super superpowers somewhere. Some some eternal twins going to show up. I'm hoping. Uh, (laughs) Wow.
Okay. <laughs> Any other thoughts about 361 before we move into 362? Just page 18. Vision looks amazing. The whole entire page to me is probably my favorite pages in this whole series. Is that the one where he's battling Proctor? Just yeah. almost, but yeah. Well, when he's like using basically the, by himself, escaping. and then like super creeper vision at the bottom right is just like, "Hey guys, <laughs> in case you're wondering, I'm still over here." <laughs> but that whole page is cool, and it's like to your point, like it just brings on like the vision that I want to see, whether everybody else wants to see it or not. I want to see this vision come out and you know be the man. I've, I would hope that we're not the only ones, especially back then i hope there were more that were wanting to see that vision and hopefully no one back then was wanting to see beardless hercules because that's one guy remember one one comment he said that the guy was like well at least we know there's one (laughs) (laughs) did you hear this last time talking about that one no there was one of the the readers was like and just all this hate about hercules and not having a beard i just want to let you know that i i do like him without the beard better and like marvel wrote back like you're the only one I feel like I feel like that's I feel like that comment has been given by somebody who can't grow facial hair. <laughs> Probably. Just all this Probably hate, all this hate on him, and meanwhile he's saying that while he would be pretend stroking the stubble on his chin. <laughs> Just plucked my three hairs on my chin. <laughs> Just stop. Uh, sorry, you, you can I've move got, on. I've got, I've, got, I've got plenty of beard products I can suggest you with my know, cheap right? off of Amazon. Man, come on, don't don't hate, don't hate on us hating on beardless Hercules. We don't like him. <laughs> 362 picks up Captain America and Black Widow are in a security room, and she tells him their sensors are picking up some unusual readings, readings that they get from the gatherers, but it's slight as if trying to be masked. The fake vision overhears them. We break away to a training session featuring Black Knight, Crystal, and Hercules. As the battle plays out, we learn that the machine is on the fritz and attacking Black Knight at a stronger level than it should. Throughout it, he states that Vision is the one who did the diagnostics. And he's going to have a talk with him. Speaking of vision, we pick up with him in the security room making adjustments to the system to eliminate the sensor readings that Black Widow found. He loves talking to himself for some reason and continues to rave about Crystal being unlike anyone he's ever known. The swordsman walks in and thinking him, the 616 vision, asks him if he would help him go through old files to help jog his memory of time with the gatherers. As they walk downstairs... This fake vision turns on him and face punches through the swordsman's chest. Then he leaves and heads up to Crystal's room while she's sleeping. It wakes <laughs> her and ticked off at him. Creeping in her room, they start to fight as it looks like Vision will have the upper hand. Hercules, Cap, and Widow arrive to help. Vision quickly grabs Crystal and holds her as a hostage, threatening to kill her. When Dane comes running into the room, he doesn't buy Vision's bluff and dives at him only to phase right through him. Vision starts to ramble about them needing to be more discreet about things, and that's when Cersei arrives. Manipulating his molecules, she crystallizes Vision, stating she can return him to normal at any point. They now have a hostage so they can take the fight to the Gatherers. This is the turning point, it seems, for the Avengers when it comes to the Gatherers getting this upper hand. Mm-hmm. Let's. We've already kind of talked about Creepy Vision. Let's let's stick with that. You want to go? Go ahead. All right. So one to, to give a nice little throwback. I still hate beardless uh, Hercules. That picture's so bad. He, he's got there, there, there's a picture of him. That it's on so it's on four, and he's looking real smug. You know, what make him look a little bit smugger. A beard. Um, so I, look at my pretty so, face. But I will say that the that like I said, the cover art just starts standing out. And then I mean, first page when you got Captain America talking to. Um, Black Widow, 
all of it just stands out. Those are the little battle scene where they're fighting this droid. Love it. Um, now, I will say that there's a part between Crystal and Dane where they're talking, and then uh, Cersei's like creepily watching them from the hall this is a mm-hmm. whole bunch of like everyone being a creep to me really <laughs> it really is. uh and she goes i'm not interrupting anything am i and then they kind of and then she's like seriously and then you see that weird cousin it thing on the back of crystal's head uh oh, it looks terrible creeper <laughs> creeper vision over there I, I can only imagine what he's watching on the screen because he's being a creep now uh, i love the little battle that they have between uh the swordsman and vision with the punch through the chest now, here we get to the, the the creepiest of creepy things that he could ever do. Let's phase to the floor and poke my head through her bed and look at her and then stroke her hair, right? Now, for people that can't, can, can't see this because they don't have the app up or don't have the comic, he literally says, so beautiful, human. And he says, yes, I know your secret, little lady. The passion you hide beneath that sweet demeanor. I bet you're full of secrets. As he's stroking her hair. And mind you, she's got that cousin it thing on her head still at night. So I don't know what the hell that damn thing is. And his face. He looks like there's about to be some serious business going on. And I don't like it. I don't like it. Not one bit. They're so beautiful. So human. Like. Whoa, but he, man! But, he, like, but he's saying it as he's got a handful of her hair. That's so creepy. So like creepy. I didn't like I didn't know that this vision was a rapist. Like, is that one of his superpowers? Because I don't get it. I think it, he's been in stasis for a long time. He's just a lonely synthesoid. Like thought, it's just it's just not good. Or is it the other guy? That was, that was Tabula? I think that was in stasis. But where yeah. does where does dude come from? He just uh, randomly appeared, right? He was from a different. Yeah, but he wasn't around though. They didn't. They didn't rescue him. He just all no. The gatherers went and got him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was Proctor's plan to infiltrate and kill the swordsman was to use this fake vision. Also, to clarify, I'm not saying rape is a superpower, but I'm just saying like this is what (laughs) this guy is obviously using his superpowers for, and it's not good. I had to. I had to clarify. I mean, it is. It is Proctor's vision. So, I mean, and we see how creepy he is when it comes to comes to Cersei. So he probably promised. He probably promised Vision Crystal. He probably was like, so if you go in there and uh, kill the swordsman, you can have Crystal. And he was like, all right. Yeah, she's your reward, man. Uh, <laughs> He's just like, oh, yeah, I mean, that's cool. I mean, whatever. Uh, do we have to shake on it? Or is that like a verbal deal? What, how's that working here? Uh, Jake, how do you feel? <sighs> creepy, creepy vision. Uh, I did I did like the swordsman a little bit, the whole – I like that scene, but I just – Poor swordsman, man. This poor guy. Is, He's had a rough little while. I like, mean, it's bad. I went from hating the original swordsman, right, to then he died. And then this guy comes back and you're like, oh, man, I want to got to live. Hey, he's finally getting himself together. And, oh, bam, vision gone. <laughs> Face through your heart. Like, and the worst thing is he says it. He's like, you were my best friend. He basically tells him, you're like the, my one true friend. And then he's like, I'm going to take your heart. And I'm not going to take it. I'm just going to face through it and just sit there until you die, basically. And then I'm going to leave you, and I'm going to go creep on a crystal. So he is dead? No. No, no we not. think he is. But they make it. I mean, I mean, based on what I see, they haven't said anything about it. Yeah, I was like, I was like, this, I didn't read that. And this I, feel, I feel even worse now. Making based on that, <laughs> I was, I was kind of like, he's, he's, he is intended to kill him, which maybe he hasn't done it yet because I, it's comics and at this point, I think he's he, thinking he is dead. I, that's right. That's what I was assuming based on the way that they left that. It, it seemed. Well, we we get yeah. clarity in the next issue, but in this one, I think they leave it that way intentionally, and I think Vision <laughs> thinks that he's dead. But that was a, that was a cool scene, and he's going up yeah. to claim his reward, which is an unwilling crystal. 
because it's yeah. Uh, also, yeah. before we move on, if I if I'm just gonna say one thing, if I have Marilla in my comic book, <laughs> there better be Jarvis. I know. <laughs> well, it's that's funny. all I'm caring about. So yeah. I'm treat I'm treating her like a watcher. So to me, I've said every every issue so far, she's like been involved when shit hits the fan, and I feel like again she's there. Like I have a bad feeling something bad's happening, and right then that's basically when basically that's when Vision put his hand through Swordsman. So I kind of took it as like a, they're now using her to like not predict things, but things are happening when she's around and that she's always privy to something that's unrelated, but she's always somehow part of these big, big things. And I feel like that's what they've been grooming her to be part of since they brought her into this. Mm. I don't know that for a fact, but it definitely feels like she is right there when every bit of these like main big things happen at the mansion. Like that intuition. Yeah. Or maybe she's she's a part of it all. So I I also have one other thing to add. So in this in this battle that Crystal has with Vision, and she blasts him, and then you got Hercules who comes in in his underwear <laughs> and slams Vision legitimately through mm-hmm. through the floor. Why why is uh, Black Widow in a nightgown and Captain America comes in with his shield and his pants on? Is he just sleep in that? <laughs> He's like, I, you never know when when shit might arise. That's that, probably the case. That's how I took it. Like I just don't get it. Like, what are you what are you doing here? It was, like what is this? It was the most unusual thing because Marilla's in a nightgown too. Or Everyone's in nightgowns except for Black Knight, Black Knight, Swordsman. And Captain America, who's, who's half naked with the shirt, <laughs> and Black Knight Everyone, makes sense because Black Knight was on watch, right? He was in the yeah. he was doing the control room and Swordsman. I guess I don't know what he was doing. I guess he was just ready in case something were to happen. I don't know. But then Captain America comes in, no shirt, shield, and pants on. I don't. What? <laughs> He's got the same color hair as Crystal. <laughs> Both very blonde. <laughs> like the like the that last scene where they're all in like a group together again with the basically saying Avengers assemble. But they're all like in their night clothes, except for you know Dane, who's got the big rip across his chest. Again, this issue to me. So there was some really cool art that I liked a lot. However, I do not like the faces. The faces just don't do it justice. Like if you look at the pictures, how they do everything, I think they do a great job. There's a lot of great colors, a lot of great uh, like where they kind of highlight certain things or do some of like the shading. But then you get to the face close-ups. I'm like, it's just not. It's not quite there for me. Yeah, this one. Uh, it was actually a guest penciler, Gordon Purcell, mm, Purcell okay. and uh, even guest inkers as well, Alexandrov and Fredericks. I'm not very familiar with their work, but I get what you mean with the faces. I, they do sort of resemble like the way Epting does faces, but uh, I don't know. There were some some in, incredible shots with mm-hmm. with Vision. I think specifically where. He's holding Crystal hostage, and he has his two fingers phased into her neck, and that's how he's threatening to kill her. And yeah. then, and then when Hercules does show up, and he gets the upper hand on Hercules, it's because he phases his hand through the back of Hercules' Which face, was and you see crazy. it crazy. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it looks incredibly painful, and I don't know. It's it's a horrible fate for hercules to suffer that but it looks amazing mm-hmm. look uh, a lot better with a beard though it you know you might not see his agony as much if you wouldn't that, that's probably why it hurt <laughs> me so much uh yeah and then cersei arrives and Clint's just house whoops up man like i didn't i i know we've touched on how powerful cersei is in previous stuff that we've read but seeing her take care of vision that quickly essentially 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 effortless you know, effortlessly. Is she? Two, two not E's like in a row. That sentence. Yeah. 
Is she an Eternal? Yes. Okay, I thought so, but like we were talking about Eternals, and they're like Cersei, Cersei. And like, wait, yeah, I think Crystal was... was one too. Okay. No, Crystal's, Crystal's an not. No, I was asking. So I, was, I knew she was something, but I didn't know what she. Okay, okay. I, know, so I knew Cersei's, and I, I get them confused. Remember, so I knew I, I never know which one's which, except for the cousin it part. And I think she's more powerful. cousin it is an inhuman. <laughs> yeah, cousin it, that's inhuman. inhuman. That's right. Okay. So just think of it Locked human. Up. It human. The the I, murderous the murder murderous woman is an eternal. That's that's the easiest way to. Yeah, a minute ago you mentioned the group shot at the end. That is that's a terrible group shot. Don't screenshot that. <laughs> it's it. I was like, oh, I like these. This one I don't like. <laughs> I mean, they should just put them in their in their underwear still. They, they were like, still, they were still. Nice I know, though. but you can't see it though. You know, so like that. That's where I'm at. You see, you're, wanting, giant you're running to see it. Yeah, might as well. I mean, you already painted them in. The, I mean, you already put them in their so, nightgowns and their underwear I'm, and stuff. You might as well get it as the Avengers Assemble shot. <laughs> Assemble and dress. <laughs> now I know I know McCosland will not get this reference. You might. I'm hoping now. This fight between Vision and Crystal mm-hmm. is very reminiscent for me of Chun Li versus Vega and Street oh, Fighter yeah. Two. I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. For those of you who have not seen that movie, it is Vega creeping into her apartment while she's getting a shower. And then as she after she gets dressed in a nightgown, then he attacks her, and they have this big fight in her apartment. It's actually one of the most amazing fights I've ever seen. And so it sounds better everything. than Vision. This dude actually waited for her to get dressed. I feel like Vision was like, <laughs> "Man, I showed up the wrong time." I this this <laughs> it is a little this, different. This in, incarnation of, of Vision would uh, wait till she was in the towel. That's exactly about <laughs> like about to undo the knot, and then he'd be like, "Surprise!" <laughs> and then he would try to get her with something. Uh, I really I see you, I need, not, you need a true vision in your life. No, yeah. I hate this vision. I hate this vision. Okay. Unless he's like watching porn on the on the, the computers like you assume he's doing because like click, 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 and he's all happy about it. And then like, like Swordsman walks in and he presses click again. Oh, yeah, and he's like, he turns around really, oh, and he's got the stevious <laughs> smile, and he's like, I love to, Philip. <laughs> the other key part is he's still a synthesoid, but he's got a lot of emotions. He's got nothing that the other like you know what I mean like when they switched him up he's full of motion like a regular person yeah it's odd yeah I thought, I thought so too because that, that was part of the thing that struck me as odd was okay maybe you're just being like a weirdly programmed creep but then you're like no you're just a total creep and your personality is a creep <laughs> you were probably programmed to be a creep on your planet somehow or you became that way I'm not really sure maybe maybe that version was programmed after Tony Stark <laughs> maybe I mean, that would fit that's, that's weird because that's who you look like. <laughs> Wow! Thank you. I'll take it as a compliment. It is a com- it's a compliment. But you like that? That's just who I envision you would be. Like if you were to and be a Marvel vision. And oh God! <laughs> <laughs> then then both Jakes with the puns. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on one for you. We can make it a, it's a Monday pun. We could do Monday pun day. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Keep it going. All, all you do, all you ha- you have to spend all Monday doing Marvel puns. <laughs> We usually do Sunday Pun Day with my buddies, and we used to watch terrible movies and do Sunday Pun Day. Hasn't been good ones yesterday, but it's Monday. It's not been as interactive yet. That's that's a, that's a stuffing. We'll have to do this. I kind of <laughs> want to make Monday Pun Day a Marvel Pun Day thing happen now. That would I be marvelous. Ah! Got it. Liz is going to hate this episode. <laughs> She'd have fit right in, honestly. Uh, so... I have nothing more that I have to say about 362. Do you guys have anything to add? No. 
I hope Liz loves this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. I want to add that on there. I feel like she rolled my rolled her eyes every time I did a pun. <laughs> Uh, 363, between last issue and this, they must have gotten the alternate vision to reveal the location of the gatherers. Yeah, that, that information would have been nice. Yeah, I know, because we start <laughs> in the Andean Highland, Highlands. The Avengers, Cap, Widow, Knight, uh, Black Knight, Hercules, and Crystal scale the mountain, eventually reaching the Citadel that the gatherers use as HQ. They burst in, freeing our vision, and immediately begin fighting some of the gatherers. Widow fights Cassandra, Hercules, shoulder tackles Sloth out of the building, Dane throws down with Magdalene, and that's when Proctor shows up. He goes insane on fake vision for bringing them there and destroys him in a matter of seconds. He turns his attention to Dane when he notices his red eyes. Realizing Cersei has chosen Dane for her Ganjosen, instead of attacking, he begins telling them that uh, it's clear evidence she needs to die. He's seen her do this to enough worlds and tries to convince them to kill her. Dane runs after Proctor to attack him and gets smacked away with relative ease. We then see a couple of interludes. Uh, we'll touch on those later. But uh, in the, at this point, Cap scolds um, Dane for attacking Proctor alone, and that's when Dane begins to attack Cap. I don't know why they're fighting, other than he's losing his mind from being the Ganjosen. Widow shoots a stinger into Dane's neck, and it knocks him back to normal. Proctor goes on to explain the madness spreads. His mind is assimilating that of Cersei's. I, too, remember that agony, for it almost destroyed me. In order to convince them, he offers proof. It's a watcher from a parallel universe named Ute, or Ut, 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 Ut. Moments later, Uatu, our watcher, shows up. Proctor initiates a self-destruct sequence for the Citadel, and the Avengers attack. Wasting no time, Proctor takes control of Dane's mind and essentially commits suicide, having Dane kill him. Before the building explodes, Uatu warns them the danger is not yet over nor is fate inevitable. Then as they escape the building, it explodes, leaving nothing for them to investigate. So let's cover the main part of the the issue first, then we'll touch on the two interludes. So with the whole Avengers attacking the gatherers, I find it very odd they did not take Cersei. She's unreliable. But she's like the most powerful one they but have. Don't they realize that Cersei was what Proctor wanted, and they probably don't want to bring her to his? I feel uh, like I feel like they knew that already. Like they, there was a comment I made about that last time, so they probably don't want to like bring her because then now that's going to be focused on her. But I don't know. Maybe maybe she, she, she's probably too fragile to use as bait at this point. Oh, I'm sure. But I, I've maybe in between the issues, the fake vision was saying what. Proctor's goal was, and we don't know everything that he told them. You mean when they released the location of this place? Yeah. That we randomly <laughs> found out about after Visions turned to stone, or not stone, but it looked like he was turned to like some weird stasis stone-like I, form. I imagine the the in-between last issue and this one, he's like, he wants Cersei and I got Crystal. Um, they're in this mountain, which I, I'm really curious as to know what mountain area they're in. And the reason why is because in... It's uh, it's page four. Black Widow says um, there's an energy signature registering near the top some 750 meters up. I don't know what that converts to feet, so I had to Google it. That's almost 2,500 feet. So that citadel is 2,500 feet? Yes. Good Lord. 
That's that's a big that, citadel. And I'm like, and no one's seen this? Like, so, I mean, at no point when a, I'm assuming they still had drones. So, like, when they're doing Probably. satellite mm-hmm. configuring or anything like that, they never, they weren't like, hey, what's this massive 2,500 feet random <laughs> building that's just been here out of nowhere? Um, and then also, what's up with Vision having the Cyclops? Uh, all, yeah. The the Cyclops. I think it's a visor. I think so. He can't use his. Uh, I, I know it's. I know it's because of that. But it's just like, <laughs> all right. I don't. I don't really know what that. What that's doing for me here. I kind of like it though. I'm not mad. I think at it's a it. cool I'm look. Just, I'm just kind of confused by it's it. Like really. the, it's like the the clear face mask in space. <laughs> <laughs> my one my one issue with this is when you see kind of like the miniature vision. Uh, like I would say like Avengers assemble. Is when you if you zoom in a little bit there, you can see that they've got at one point where Hercules has a jacket on, and then the next page over he has no jacket on, just cufflinks. So I, I don't really like that. Uh, I guess continuity error. Mm, I'm trying to find. If you if you if you look, and it's it's on it's on page three. If you see where all they're they're walking up the mountain or whatever, right? If you zoom in, you can see where his like chest is exposed and you can see the peach of his like face and his hands and then you zoom in it looks like he's got a jacket on but then if you scroll over to the next page he's got no jacket well they all lost their jackets right no no i know what you're talking about that's clearly a a miss oh you're right like man having an ipad to to read this on finding this ipad (laughs) has done wonders for me i mean i'm i'm very glad i went through that drawer oh yeah you're right uh, yeah, and, I, and there's another continuity error as well. If you go to page, uh, so if you look at the beginning, you can see that Captain America has his mask on, but then mm. when you get to page seven and they bust through that window, he's got no mask. He's got on this little. <laughs> right. he's, got, he's got on the the breathing apparatus. I assume that they have for them being 2,500 feet up in the air in the mountains. <laughs> uh, right. But he's got no mask. You can see the hair, and you can see his. The, you can see the nose and everything else that he's got going on there, and continuity is a key around here yeah you're gonna you're gonna spot them all from here on out on that ipad this, i'm telling you that the, the <laughs> marvel is gonna really hate me for finding this ipad why do they have strings in their hand do they swing into this building because in that same page where he has a mask they all have rope in their hand do they swing into here oh I do, I do see their ropes they're, yeah. they're, they're like they have rope but only only cap and uh dane have ropes like do we just i mean hercules probably could have just like well, dug right, his feet on the ground and jumped up. So maybe like they maybe they only took two ropes with them. And swing, so, it, swing it up, Hercules. <laughs> yeah. So then you got Hercules that just you know digs his feet in the ground. He grabs the two women and he jumps just as high as he can. And then he made it twenty five hundred feet in the air. <laughs> uh, I don't. I'm trying to figure out how they would have even all actually got up there because they come in from outside. They don't mm-hmm. like. Spider Man. They don't work their way up the building. Maybe Spider Man did swing by and he, help he makes out. these random cameos. <laughs> and also, there's not really. If you look at there, it says the Gathering of Hate. There's not really a whole lot of windows. It looks like in this building either. So I'm really confused how they materialize the window without having Cersei there. <laughs> That's a really good question. I will say, damn this iPad. <laughs> Minus all these inconsistencies, I love the art in this one. I absolutely love this one. This one by far my favorite of all the ones that we went through. Uh, I just I love the colors. I love the integration of the multiple panels. I like when they don't have like a straight this panel, this panel, this panel. They do it all in intertwined, which to me just really jumps out when they kind of overlap them a little bit. Uh, there's there's some that have their own, but for the most part they're kind of overlapped and they just the colors just struck me on this one. I love the colors in this 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 series. 
Yeah, so we're back to Epting and I want to say uh, Palmer um, on this one. It's a little, I guess it plays into what we were talking earlier. It's the faces that you have a problem with, but it's action stuff you yeah. you tend to fall in love with. And, but apparently somebody was doing something wrong. I, they don't They don't even understand what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I forget when this issue came out, but if it was, when, when, we'll just go with it was in the early 90s and I was a young man. I wouldn't have seen this, but as an adult, I'm picking this crap out. <laughs> I'm did, on the case. Did you pick up on the fact that the sloth also had red eyes? So you wonder if he was a gone chosen for somebody as well? That would be. Weird. I just, I just assume that he's just a big rat. But everyone, it has to be relevant at this point, right? Maybe. If we're gonna what make it, if we're gonna make it, fell twenty five hundred feet onto his, on essentially his back, <laughs> and then like, and then at no point, like, did they, did they ever address the fact that he got back into the building with no one saying anything? I guess that's why it took like Hercules so long to get back to the fight because he's like, oh crap, I'm, I'm all the way down here now. I wish I had one of those ropes right now. Gap, can you throw the rope down? But yeah, they, they, he just he fall. They fall twenty five hundred feet, and he's got he's got Hercules on him, which I'm assuming is probably like I want to say like three four hundred pounds. I'm not trying to be mean because by no means do I am I less than you know I should be on my weight. <laughs> and he's all muscle, so I'm just assuming that he's like a four hundred pound man falling twenty five hundred feet onto somebody else that's also getting punched all the way down, and then they just climb back up, and no one's like. Thanks for thanks for joining, bro. I mean, you've been gone, you know, at, le- at least 20, 20 pages right now. So, but yeah, they ne- they don't ever address that. It's uh, a long way down. It is, and you mentioned earlier trying to figure out where exactly they were, mm-hmm. and I think it's ambiguous for a reason. The Indian um, highlands stretch for a very very long distance and cover multiple different countries, but I guess the peak elevation is something like twenty two thousand feet. So. It would be nothing to that. Yeah, exactly. If they're if they're in the peak part, mm. if they're not, another consistency. I I, 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 I feel <laughs> like the, the bottom of it. I feel like the Proctor also is kind of like an arrogant guy, so he probably put it right at the top. <laughs> probably did. So it's it's it's, 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 your, your it's, really, it's, it's really at like twenty. It's like twenty four thousand feet somewhere around there. And he's like, <laughs> like Proctor, we should probably go in between. He's like. Nah, on top. <laughs> go big or go home. <laughs> uh, you know, that's an excellent point about him. I could definitely see him being yeah, that exactly. Way. He's he's probably like telling every like he's probably like just like in his mind going, I'm the I'm the Ganjosen of Circe. We're going to the tippy top, baby. <laughs> so <laughs> I I did like I did like the uh Dane attacking cap. That was at the beginning when he was just because it kind of showed the whole he's and I actually wrote down his inner Cersei came out. Uh, but like that's, nice. you know, he's actually now doing the same crap where he's like, oh, my God, I'm sorry, Cap. And like Natasha put him down, <laughs> you know, Natasha one actually had to take him out or whatever, which I thought was interesting because we haven't really seen Dane act like that in a long time because he used to be kind of a hothead, I think, when we first met him. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's definitely calmed down and been a very avid part of the team. And basically he's like, you know, you're back and stuff has changed <laughs> like get with the picture and and then it was just kind of neat and then all of a sudden he was like oh my god i'm so sorry search took over you know kind of like that you could just see that that was like his he's gonna blame it on that if it wasn't right yep and you can see <laughs> see it in his eyes on page 19 mm-hmm. when he's swinging at cap it's kind of interesting that uh, to to your point what you're saying here that it's almost like this inner cersei is bringing out this animosity that's in him because cap has come back 
Mm-hmm. And in this entire time that Cap has been gone, which I think was right after Galactic Storm, mm-hmm. yep. Dane has almost assumed the leadership mantle in a way. I know technically I think Black Widow is the chairman or chairwoman for the Avengers, but... She's like co-leader. So. Yeah, but she hasn't done anything in like in the field, especially. Yeah, I feel like Dame's okay to share it with her because he's like, she'll do the office work while I be yeah. I be the leader on the team. And now it's like, <laughs> you know, I mean, not that that was an office reference, but in, in general, right? Like, I just kind of felt like he was kind of like she's not a threat. She she doesn't have a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't. She just has these little stingers that take him out. But I could see where so his weakness is stingers from Black Widow. Yes. Okay. He has a lot of weaknesses. I think Black Widow is everyone's weakness. <laughs> Especially Brian's. <laughs> <laughs> I have no comment about that matter. <laughs> but I do think you're on to something there with the inner Cersei parts of him pulling out this these emotions. Because it's like Cersei is also dealing with the loss of um, emotional control. And that's kind of what we see with Dane here. So is So does that mean that the Proctor is trying to save our earth by taking Cersei or because he is her Ganges on, on another earth or yeah he said he said Proctor stated if life ends here no other timeline can exist is what he said as Owato showed up which was interesting to hear because it was basically like he was trying to I, I don't get the whole Cersei thing like to that no, part I don't know yeah, but not... it basically he was like she's destroying and if we can't stop her now I think he because he's a gone chosen to where he basically wants to kill her because then he can stop her from destroying this world and Apparently, this stops all timelines, which might be why they're trying to gather people from other timelines to use them to stop her in this timeline. That's kind of what I was trying to... I don't know if that's... That's kind of what I connected in my head. Yeah. I, I guess that makes the most sense of anything that's been posited to this point. <laughs> yes. It is the whole... Uh, it, it comes off as Proctor trying to save this world by killing Cersei. Kind of a similar mentality that the Eternals had in 361, mm-hmm. except... Everything that Proctor has done to this point has been like killing people in this world to replace them with other ones. So I don't really understand like if if his true motivation is saving it, why did he not just like walk up to the front door and be like, hey, look, here's what happened in my world. I got this watcher in the basement that can tell you oot. what happened. Yeah. Oot, oot, oot. Oot, oot, oot. Oot's going to see. But I've got this watcher in the basement that can tell you exactly what happened. As, as proof, but instead he goes and kills everybody and tries to replace them all. Come so on, you know, Cold Tiger is much better than Black Panther, right? Is that, is that what we're going with? <laughs> the, I'm, the I'm also going to say, as a as a throwback to earlier, all work and no play makes Proctor a doll boy. <laughs> so it's 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 his shining that's telling him that he needs to go out here and like erase these people <laughs> and that he's got to kill this right. version of Cersei. You so, know, there could be some truth in that, that he's struggling because he is still probably connected with her and dealing yeah, do, with that insanity. Do we ever figure out who he was talking to when he had his own like lair? Was that actually himself? I'm, no, I'm that's assuming the it's Watcher. Oot. Yeah, it's the Oh, it's, oh it's Oot. Because okay. he pulls him up from the basement, which is where he went. Because um, then if he was talking to himself, it could definitely be another shiny reference. <laughs> he's talking to himself. <laughs> well, it's, the, I, it's the proctor at a bar, and then, and then, and then Oot comes up like out of his little pod. He's just giving him drinks. Can I get you a glass of milk? <laughs> Come on, Oot. That's not sharp enough. <laughs> Throw a little bit of scotch in there for me. <laughs> Oh, I liked Oot though. I mean, he had a he had a very. <laughs> I mean, he looked miserable, right? Like, but like the look on his face wasn't just misery. It was like he is the angriest, 
watcher there could possibly be. And not just because he's been held in a room watching Proctor alone. He's just an angry watcher. Like, he had to be an angry guy as it was. And you look at that face, like, this dude is ready to raise some hell. Yeah, but if he, if he were to get out, but he's... But he's not. He basically, he, yeah. looked, he looked me like a Dobby from Harry Potter. That's all I could think of. Oh, because it's got the rag on it. Like, <laughs> yeah. his clothes are all battered That's and torn. Like. <laughs> so now we're getting into Harry Potter stuff. So then I wonder if Uatu, like, has the proctor give him a sock. And he's like, Master has given Oot sock. I am free watcher. <laughs> oh, oh, but but this uh, watcher, Oot or Ute, is what he tries to use as proof to convince the Avengers. They don't seem to buy it. No. Even no. when Uatu shows up, they still seem... Hesitant to, and they're still like kind of like ask. Then they ask him like questions, like if it's true or if it's. He actually spoke though, which was crazy. You never hear the watcher speak. Yeah, it's pretty rare. That was pretty amazing when he said, "Uh, the danger." Oh, so this was post Proctor killing himself, I guess, basically committed suicide. Right, yeah, we talked to Yep, he uses Dane. But I was like, wait, is this really the end of Proctor? Can this really be the end? Like, it seems how we've gone, where we've gone to. This seems like a weird ending for him just to die here. I hate it, but I feel like that's what just I th- happened. I know, but it's I, I agree. It, it's stupid, though. And then Uatu says, The danger is not yet over, Avengers, nor is fate inevitable. Leave this place and remember my words. I will say no more. Like, so, that's the first time we've ever heard him speak. So yeah. does this make him a speaker? He was today. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Monday, Monday. <laughs> God, that's terrible. <laughs> You love it. I don't know. You hate that you like it a little first bit. Off, first off, I'm offended that you, as a father, do not like these dad <laughs> jokes. This hurts my soul as a father, and I'm I'm actually contemplating gathering the rest of the f- gathering the rest of the fathers <laughs> to take your dad card. And it's like, and it's essentially like the Avengers card where he's got infinite range, and like I'm gonna do this. That's right. Throw back to you our, get a card. Our, you get a card. You don't get a card. <laughs> yeah. Give me your Marvel Mythos card, and you get out okay you can you can sit in this chair the next time uh, <laughs> did we talk about Il- L- 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 lalandra she wasn't part of this so we were are we getting there are we okay. at that we point now to. i didn't know if that was an inner i had that note before i had this note so i didn't know if that was well it's like it's a weird part they put in early it's on an interlude it's in between okay gotcha oh so is that technically an interlude i think so sure i mean it was in between well, the rest of the storyline but I think so. I don't know. Sorry, go ahead. You had stuff to no, say. No, go on. Your turn. Oh, uh, no. Do we, we, I, I do want to say that Proctor just effortlessly killed Vision, the fake Vision. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> between all the puns and all the dumb stuff, dad jokes I've been saying, I don't really remember we even talked about the fact that he, he essentially didn't. just cuts him in half and then he punches his head off. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, he, like, he's like, yeah, let me just use my, let's just use my beam over here. You're cut in half. And he's picking him up and he's like melting. And then he's holding him and he's like, yeah, let me just then punches the head off, off right yeah just yeah. knocks it off so literally i'm just gonna start telling like my kids when they're bad i'm just gonna start knocking their block off like proctor did division show them that picture about to pull a proctor yeah. <laughs> and then uh, it's and ridiculous then, and then he uses dane to kill himself yeah that's just the way he ripped him apart was just honestly incredible like that was just so cool and uh, now one of the most interesting villains that we've seen is gone just like that he's got no vision so as the as the place blows up and everyone's talking or whatever, does does Uatu take Ut Ute with him? Yes. Is, is, that, is that implied? Yeah, he, he said. I think he oh. said actually. I think he said uh, if he has heard the man called Proctor, he gives no sign. He merely stares at the fallen oh the fallen Ut, his ancient 
eyes glistening with profound grief. Okay, so Ooch dead. Sorry. So he just left him in the tube to die in the in he the explosion. Might have died. He died before. Oh, okay. He, he might- said the fallen Ooch, so he had to have died somehow, right? Maybe he was dead uh, the whole time, and he's like, "Here's my proof," and they're like, "He's dead, dude." R.I.P. Oot. Issue three sixty three to three sixty three says he came to he came to Earth of that dimension to record its final hours and became instead a victim of the awful apocalypse. So actually, maybe he's been dead since then, or it's been, he's been dying since then. So I would like to talk about Lilandra first before Go we ahead. get to the. Well, I mean, you can. I just no, want to. No, no, I just no, want to no. say. We, I want to talk about her uh, that part first. Um, let me say. Let me get. Let me get to it first because yeah, I, I want you do to. That and I'll tell them what it Go was. Go ahead. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> this is your show. Whatever. Background's only important if you know the content. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. <laughs> so some of the side stories in this. One of them we see thousands of light years away. Lalandra, the Empress of the Shi'ar Empire, has summoned a follower, a follower of her sister Deathbird. Lalandra explains that. They have learned that fanatics from the Empire's new Kree provinces have gone to Earth for vengeance against the Avengers, whom they blame for the destruction of their lost Empire. She sends this mystery woman to warn them, but is unsure if she sent an ally for them or someone who will betray them. You have thoughts, Goff? Killer artwork. You can't say that the, the, the faces on this are bad, because it is perfect. Um, as, I, as I'm reading it... <clears throat> Because you go, because you, you go from like the little part where it's got um, Hank and Cersei, and then you go to this, and I'm like, we're we're not we're not on Earth anymore. <laughs> and as I'm reading it, and I, and I see the uh, like the pink colored bubble or blocks, I'm like, oh, I know where we are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> and as I'm as I'm reading it, I'm like, oh man, and and I'm like, this is just tremendous. Like right right in a part where it's kind of boring but not really because you're like well i guess i gotta care about the, the swordsman being in this bubble in his underwear um and i'm like who is, i'm like who is this lady at the end of this long stairwell and then when it it's just her like go and then it, it ends where it's like i've either pretty much sent them the best ally or their doom i'm like oh oh give me another page just one more page no, and it's I thought, nothing i thought the same thing. i'm like oh you bastards you got me they've set you up to want to know what's coming and I, dude, Lalandra is a is an empress that I just find menacing right yeah. now. Like I wouldn't want to mess with Lalandra on anything. And she's stressed out right now. She took on a lot more than she thought she could. Like when she said about the, the Kree, you know, she was like basically after the Shi'ar had shown up at the this was it Stratco fence, declaring there were fanatics from a new Kree providence trying to take vengeance on Avengers for destroying the Empire, which was crazy. Like oh man, so my first thought went to like. I wonder if Proctor and his gang are just a bunch of Cree or she, you know, like, but they're not, obviously. But, like, maybe, but that was my first thought was maybe they're trying to take out the Avengers because they're angry that you know, about this whole thing, which is not the case. But. I took it more of, like, a, <laughs> Bob Harris, I think, is the writer for this. I think he's been setting up all these little stories since he, since mm-hmm. way back when, and Operation Galactic Storm had all this stuff with the Cree and where they got defeated, and the Avengers were part of that. And now, finally, after, I don't know what, 10 to 15 issues or so since the galactic storm, the career looking to get back in and, and attack the Avengers for what they did to him. And I think it's, it's an awesome little snippet that makes you go, oh, I want more of this, but we don't get any more of it yet. And I'm, I'm hoping we do very soon, but it also kind of makes you wonder like how strong is 
Did they did they say the the person's name? I can't remember. They didn't. No, it's a mystery. So it makes it makes you wonder like how strong that this. I'm assuming it's only one person because it, you know they only show one silhouetted entity. She said that's all they could afford was one person. So I'm like, how how powerful is uh, is this person? Is it sort of like you're sending off like a really pissed off Hulk to somebody's planet? <laughs> like that's the only thing I could I could really like make it out to be like that. But I'm like, this it's is binary. This is gonna be good. oh god. <laughs> No, she got like purple gray. Yeah, no, as awesome as that would be, it is not. Unfortunately, do you know who it is? No, I I recognize the face, but not, I don't remember the name. Like okay. the face is drawn distinctly to where if you know who it is, you're kind of like oh you would, yeah. Sh- yeah, but I don't gotcha. remember who. Yeah, it I liked is. I liked how she said you know the strain of absorbing the former Kree Empire into the Imperium pushes the fleet and my Imperial Guard almost beyond their vaulted capabilities. So right away you're like she's basically like I don't. I'm struggling to keep keep hold of what I just took on. Thus, I have chosen you, all of my subjects, um, of all my subjects, to make this voyage through the Stargates to the world that is home of my heart. So that was kind of cool. So like, she has a really close special tie with Avengers, not just because she's saying it, but like the home of my heart is a pretty big deal. Well, that's because of Charles, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, that's right. Yeah. yeah right. So Charles yeah. Xavier is the Are love you of on her here, life. Noob. Do we talk about we talk about this in here? Come on, man. Was he Cyclops' Ever? dad? Because <laughs> he's no. one I always forget. <laughs> no, that was not Cyclops. Have we talked dad. about the relationship between Lalandra and I don't think it came up in the the Galactic Storm. I don't I don't I don't think it did, but I mean like I could probably ask Austin who, who she's in love with, and it'd be like I don't Charles think he would know. I don't, I don't think he. Would I think know. he might know now. <laughs> Five minutes ago, we've never talked about this. There's a lot of interacting X Men Avengers stuff that I've never heard of. So again, I'm just like, oh my heart. I'm like, oh, she loves Avengers, well, and she I like loves because you provide a unique perspective because you haven't heard all that. So like, this is new. So those are questions that. I would just assume that people would know, but that's not always I mean, the case. And next week I'll forget it and I'll ask the same question, so it's okay. Probably. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> there is another side story that takes place in this. It involves Hank Pym and Bill. I don't know who I don't, I don't know who the hell Bill is. <laughs> I don't either. I thought uh, I first thought it was T'Challa. <laughs> I was like, why I was like, why is Black why is Black Panther got these glasses on and this flat top? And then he was like, Bill. I'm like, who the hell's Bill? I, I wish I knew. They're trying to be diverse. I, <laughs> I should have I looked it up, but I didn't want to spoil anything that I haven't read yet. Uh, they are Bill at nine. the Avengers Mansion running tests on the swordsman, confirming that they have stabilized him, so he did survive. Cersei approaches Hank and calls him out on being there to examine her as well to see if she is going insane. That's when they are notified they have visitors in the lobby. Cersei goes to greet them, and it's revealed to be the two homicide detectives we've seen in the previous episodes or issues. They ask to talk to an Avenger guy, and she says she will take them to one. Later in the issue, Hank and Bill approach Cersei, asking what the visitor alert was about. She tells them nothing, and we are then shown the two detectives solidified in the depths of East River. So, clearly Cersei's got some problems. Uh, Well, one... It's Bill Foster who's Goliath. That's what oh, I was, I was, yeah, I was crap! Like, I remember. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I feel like I should know who this is. And that, I, I didn't. I didn't pick it up. And then I looked, and I was like, oh, Bill Foster. That, that makes that was, that was, Now we get it. That makes um, perfect sense. Also, uh, the fact that Swordsman is in his underwear. I don't get it. But, but that dude is ripped. Oh, dude! He's, he's, you're I mean, like, holy god! He's got a physique that could probably rival Caps. I mean, it's it's a. <laughs> It's a pretty stacked physique, and I'm talking about his abs, ladies, if you're out there. 
Um, and probably chest. And the, yes, in the, che- in the chest, in the chest region. Um, but then when you when you get to it, and she's like she's like just laying on the couch reading a book, real nonchalant. And I and as I read the that part right before there's like the interlude and I guess the part with like Lalandra and stuff, I'm like. Are we gonna get back to this? Because like I, I figure like this whole issue is gonna be like action packed, and then we get to that, I'm like, well, why are we, why are we back in <laughs> New, like New York? Yeah, I think they just wanted to let you know that Cersei uh, like, wasn't with them, and the, I think that's the only thing I can think of. Or yeah, an excuse wait, to continue. Her we're we're given the the information that swordsman swordsman is still alive, and that the Avengers have called in Hank and Bill to basically examine Cersei to to test the validity of what the Eternals told them. That's what yeah, what that, I gathered from it. But right. it, it just her, it's just her nonchalantness of it. She's like, "Oh, that that was nothing." She goes, "Should I tell Jarvis you're ready for dinner?" And then it's just like you see these like statues just in the in the water. And I I remember watching. I was like, "Oh, you did not do that!" <laughs> and my son Liam goes, "What are you What are you doing, Daddy?" And I was like, "You don't get it." Like she just did something she shouldn't do, and he's like, "Who are you talking about?" And I was like, "Just, just go, just go play with your transformers. Don't worry about it, bud." But yeah, I was just like, "But yeah, at my house, I'm sitting on my couch. Oh no, no, she, no, you can't go back from that. Those are cops. She's yeah. going to be a wanted sister in a minute." Well, but that's the thing. Like they're the only ones that knew about the thing, right? At this point, as well, far as we know, well, it's so still the, their cops that went missing. Well, right, right, right. Cops that went missing. They, I think, they talked to their captain and the one we Ooh, covered last right, time right, about right. the connection. Between the six dead bodies and the molecular mm-hmm. distortion that took place. And the thing about it is they are drawn in a way that looks like what she did to Vision. That's what I wondered, too, because I thought that, yeah. So that means she could potentially restore them. Yeah, but they're at they're probably like 100 meters or more underneath the water, so I don't think they're going to be able to get <laughs> up just, very quick. We don't know no, what, no, but, no, no, but, no, but no, like the I whole mean, thing vision like, was the same thing. Like you're like, is he dead? Is he like a block of concrete? Oh, he's now alive in like in captivity. So maybe the same thing with them. What I could see is like some type of redemption arc for her, and she goes and gets them and saves them because if she's just crystallized them like she did vision, then they're probably still alive. But but if I've, she did turn him to stone and drop him at the bottom of the lake, that chick is getting cold because oh, she didn't yeah. even care. Which which I, which I think is what got me into your point. And I was like, "Holy crap! What? This, oh, okay, we're we're here." My only my only issue is as 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 the this issue closes is that when they do the quotes or says the danger is not over yet. I was like, "Where's the Avengers part?" Because because Uatu says the danger is not over yet. Avengers, if they'd have finished it, just put the Avengers in there. I'd have been like. Right in my kisser, you hit me in my feels. <laughs> like that's where I know it's it's some serious business going on. But I mean, you can still sell the serious business going on. But the throwback was nice. So I mean, even though it was only a page, but still. So let's talk uh, MCU for a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm all ears. Okay. Anyone that listens to this knows that Endgame is coming up. Mm-hmm. You guys are aware of Endgame coming mm-hmm. up. Marvel is republishing a bunch of different stories that they haven't in a long time. Okay. All of which have clear connection to infinity war and Endgame. So like the infinity gauntlet storyline. Right. And then a couple other ones like that are being republished in the midst of that is the gatherer story. And no one can figure out what the connection is or if it's just some random thing that they're doing. 
But the gatherer story is the only one that doesn't have clear ties to what the Russos have said they've borrowed from or read from. So, on top of that, Kevin Feige, uh, who basically overheads all of the Marvel movies, has said that the Eternals movie is on the docket, and he's really excited about doing that. I got a feeling we're going to get some kind of Eternals post-credits. Probably a Cersei, most likely. Yep. I'm okay with it. Like, I'm really yeah, starting that would to feel be, like... That would be cool. That would be a cool setup, though. Yeah, because I can't think of what else from this they could use at all. Unless they're Sloth, just... the hero you didn't know you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> because I none of it... I said story arc now. <laughs> unless... Where are all the people that uh, disappeared? They're in the Soul Stone, probably. I think that's what we're assuming. I feel like that's what it I mean, has that, to be. That would probably be. So but... what if they run into some of the Eternals there? And that's how we're introduced to the Eternals. So she's just hanging out like, I got the way out. So waiting for you guys to come come here. Yeah. Warlock tipped me off you were coming here. <laughs> and they could. they could. Cause, I, mean, I feel like they got to. I know they won't probably, but. No, he was supposed to be in Guardians 3. Yeah. But that, yeah, that got all messed up. Thanks to James Gunn. Um, yeah, my feelings are hurt. <laughs> um, but no, I I think well, based off that, that that gets me even more excited for Endgame because I think that's just a fantastic setup. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be great to see that. And then yeah. I, I also am kind of intrigued because like they're, how they've been saying. I know this is like unrelated, but they've been saying that they're some of the main stars are going to be finished with this one and mm-hmm. and whatever i wonder if we're going to get like a different branch off so we'll get like the avengers east and west coast maybe that would be awesome as well like you know they're kind of like well we'll go our own separate ways and they can you know like they can tie them in somehow or like you know maybe in you know give give tony's over in england st- this week and you know, there's kind of like well, you know, have, you know. <laughs> what just gives you know just give some of the other actors a break i'm sure that's probably another reason why they're kind of like well i might be done after this movie you know what i mean so maybe give them a year or two off and they can do a tie together yeah. maybe a galactic storm maybe you know what i mean like if that were ever to be on the docket for anything yeah i'd love so, to see more scarlet witch for sure like to like, actually depict it other than just i mean that'd be great she's got so much that they have not really gotten into and shown oh and then they had to go and kill quicksilver immediately idiots quickly Ah, Gosh, ah. Just you're welcome, ends. Liz. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so and then I will end with I liked the last. What is it? Um, Four of the like, five. Like, well, no, I would say like the last like five or six of the pages that you go through are kind of just like you know, not random art, but it's just art that you know they kind of threw at the end of the little you know collection or whatever and i and i really thought that that art was really really well done because mm-hmm. also like you've got vision fighting uh the proctor blood wraith who looks sick blood oh man awesome. he looks awesome i would love to hit. yeah that was then you've dope. got the gatherers right after that and you got my boy sloth right there and uh then you got circe circe's is circe's Cer- is pretty cool looking That's too awesome. he looks very menacing very diabolical um and then the the Arachnauts? <laughs> what the hell's Anachronauts? I don't know what that is. I think it's Anachronauts. Whatever. That's all I'm gonna say. But they Whatever. just say, "What the sh- what the shock are you waiting for?" <laughs> Demand we get our own limited series already. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that anyone's demanding that. I think there's. Is that Kazar? Jay Goff? Is that Kazar on that the Iraq on the bottom left? That totally looks like Kazar. It does. It does look like him. 
It might be. <laughs> I don't know what we're looking at. <laughs> so weird. I don't. I don't. I don't know either. I don't, the guy on the bottom uh, left, right there. Yeah, as soon as you're talking about. I don't, he, I don't. Like that, he looks like that dinosaur hunter I was showing you that comic of. <laughs> yeah, that's probably him, Kazar. That's the one I was showing you. That I don't remember, but if it was some random, <coughs> I don't know. Might have been. All right, so let's get into ratings on this. For those who have not listened to an episode before, one through three means ban it. Four through seven means borrow it, and eight through ten means buy it. How do you guys feel about these three? I'd probably go like a six and a half for me. I liked this story a lot. I didn't feel the need to go out and own it. Uh, there was some great art, not amazing art. Um, I like the story arc we're getting. And again, I'm going to get back to my same state from last week. It just depends on how this whole series goes. Like, I, I think the whole Gather series as a whole would be one of those uh, that I would maybe like to own as like a, if there was like a short book that had a collection of just the Gather story, I might be interested in that at this point. Um, I think right now I'm leaning toward more like an eight and a half to like for this whole series. Um, but like this specific three, I think the last one would definitely be like an eight and a half maybe. Like I loved the art. I thought it fit really good. It was a good way to break in some really good pictures. But the three together is more or less like six and a half for me. Okay. I'm going to go a little less. Um, when I read the last, I guess, arc that you guys did when I was supposed to be on, uh, I went higher. Um, I still fell a little bit short compared to Jake. I was about a seven for that when I when I did it. Um, but I would say this one, like, I'm going to go with like a five because like it's like it's real short. There's the beginning, the beginning issue, rather slow build. Um, but then what really brought it up is the. I would say the um, dialogue and then also the art sequences and the action that follows with between, you know, um, vision and the rest of the Avengers and the actual fight between the gatherers and the Avengers as well with the, also with the interludes that we had in the setup, like as soon as I was really low at first, I was probably like a four, four and a half. And then as soon as it ended with CRC and then the guy, and then the uh, detectives at the, I guess like the bottom of the ocean or whatever. I was like a little bit higher. I'll give it a five. I, I got You got to borrow it. That's so that, you know, that way it sets up the fact that you know what she did. Cause I'm assuming that's going to eventually lead to something, maybe some sort of tarnish on the Avengers name or definitely at least on her behalf, you know, they, that's going to mm-hmm. set up her getting kicked out or her, you know, some sort of issue with the Avengers as well with that. So I was like, yeah, oh, I'll give it a solid five. Okay. I can respect those ratings. I would probably fall Probably a six overall. I think the issue 363 definitely brings it all up. 363 is one of the best ones I feel like I've read of the Avengers since we've been doing this. It felt like the culmination of a lot of things, even if it jumped in at a weird spot with them already on the mountain. Mm-hmm. But I would probably give that particular issue an eight. And then the first issue really kind of bogs it down. It was nice to finally get some kind of understanding of what's going on with Cersei, but it was just so, so exposition heavy that it was hard to, to really care. And then the middle issue visions extremely creepy and not a whole lot else happens in that one. So I think for me overall, I'm going to fall with a six. It is also a quick read though. I will say that I, I remember reading it a couple, a couple of days ago and then I read it. Um, actually I've tried to get ahead so I read it like last month and then I got up mm. to, I got up to sp- uh, speed with this one. I did a lot of it. Um, when I texted you yesterday and then I 
so I, you know, got the little quick jog, and I mean, it's very quick. I mean, it probably took mm-hmm. me, I would say, under an hour to do all of it. Oh, yeah, it was a, a really quick read compared to a lot of the other stuff that we read. I actually read this on Saturday. I've been done for two days. That's impressive for you. <laughs> I read other comics for two days. It's weird. Usually, usually I'm finishing at work. I'm away here. I'm starting start at McDonald's, like half a block away, <laughs> finishing the last two issues, and I got five minutes left to get here. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. That's going to do it for this discussion of Avengers. Next week, you guys can be on the lookout for Maximum Carnage Part 2, where we cover the last seven issues of the Maximum Carnage event. And if you guys are interested in being part of our second opinion piece, which we've adapted a couple of times to this point, if you'd be interested in that, go to marvelmythos.com for a full list of upcoming episodes. You can go on to the upcoming section and see what episodes we're going to be doing and what issues we're going to be covering. And keep in mind that we usually record those about two weeks in advance. So if you see one that you really want to read ahead on and get us your thoughts on it, go ahead and read up and send us an email at marvelmythospodcast at gmail.com. Or reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter, and uh, we'll see you next time. Or it's been, he's been dying since then. Hmm. I don't know. I need, I need, Broken Austin, I need you to edit this in. R.I.P. Oot, issue 363 to 363. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Page 23 to page 24. I don't know where I'm putting it. Well, I said RIP. I said RIP Oot, and then I was, and then they started talking. I was like, no, he's got to put RIP Oot 363 to C33. Making you work for it this time, Austin. It's not bad. It's it's a a nice little silent part, so it's fine. Anyway, um, the Enderludes, I would like to talk about Lilandra. In case you haven't heard. I didn't know. Oh, you didn't know? I didn't know. Take a oh, bunch. Yeah, take some. Distribute. Distribute. Put them in mailboxes. I will. <laughs> yes, we have an in. We have an in. Oh, speaking of having an in, I have an in in the underground Japanese rhythm game arcade cabinet market now, just in case you guys need to take advantage of that. Beat Saber? <laughs> no. Oh, and like, since you go to church, you should be like, like I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the offering piece comes piece around. With, no, and no. Peace with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, yeah, you just have that. You have to be like, peace with you, sir. We'll trade cards. All right. <laughs> Someone's like, this motherfucker hand me a got the- I got well, no, I got you? I got darn. I got did they hand me a got darn. Peace with you, peace with you. Oh my oh, gosh. You know, you know what else you should do? You should you should go to, you should get like a go to like a, a Comic Con and dress up as like Seto Kaiba or Yuba and then like just have fing cards like put them in your dual disc. And then it's like it's like part of the cards and you're like just leave one. <laughs> Marvel Mythos for the win. <laughs> he's, like, he's like when you get the when you get the five Marvel get get five different designs and then have them be like this is an automatic dual win. I have the five I have the five pieces of the Marvel Mythos. <laughs> Are you recording any of this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>